Hi, welcome to Stay at Home and Binge Podcast. I'm your host, AJ. And before you listen to this episode, I just wanted to give a few disclaimers. This podcast is the opinion of me or my guests that happen to be on the show. So if there's something you do not like or do not want to hear, just go ahead and turn the podcast off and just find something else. I won't be offended. Two, I try to avoid spoilers. But if you feel that talking about pacing, uh, if there's a directional shift of the show, if I mention those things and you find that too spoilers for you, go ahead and stop what you're doing and just go ahead and watch the show and then come back to my podcast. See if you agree or disagree with why I think a show is binge worthy or not. Also, lastly, please keep in mind to binge responsibly. I still have a job. I still go outside. I still go and shower and exercise and do all these things. Watching a couple of episodes of my favorite show, or maybe not my favorite show, it's just a type of self-care for me. And please keep in mind, try and do the things that need to be done in the day. So please binge responsibly. Now on to the show. Welcome back to the show, Stay at Home and Binge Podcast. I'm your host, AJ. I will have to say that you might hear some background noise. I am not in an enclosed space because it's just way too hot. So I have the window open. So just enjoy the the birds, the cars driving by, just the outside ambiance as you're listening to the show. But on to today's show, I re-recorded this so many times because this one is a doozy. It is a versus, and I've done a versus before in season one, but this one is big because it's a triple verse, and it's based on the reality TV show series Selling Sunset on Netflix. They have done two more shows, Selling Tampa and just recently Selling the O.C., And I have decided to critique them all and review them. Just tell you which one is binge worthy. Maybe they all are. Maybe none of them are. But you got to listen to find out. So before we begin, I have to try and explain this series. It's a reality TV show series. Selling Sunset actually has been nominated for an Emmy in the reality series category. So that is why I am reviewing it because it's part of like my little block of Emmy nominated shows. So if you listen to episode two about Lizzo's show on Amazon Prime, that was an Emmy nominated show. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. So the premise of all three shows is that it's about selling real estate in geographic area of their titles. Selling Sunset is, I believe, like Los Angeles, Beverly Hills area. Selling Tampa is Tampa and Tampa Bay area. And Selling the OC is kind of the Orange County, Laguna Beach, Newport Beach, I believe it's area, that whole entire area. Now, it's about selling real estate. And you're like, who cares about real estate? 
these homes are expensive. We are talking million dollar homes. We're talking $3 million homes. We're talking $20 million homes. So when you're watching this, it's kind of the wow factor as in the real estate is also its own character because you get a glimpse inside how really wealthy people live. Now, that's part of the story. The other part of the story is these real estate agents are trying to work together or sometimes work against each other. Real estate can be a very competitive industry. So you're kind of watching all of those factors go along in their professional and personal life. Now, let's get into the reviews as I discuss each show, because I feel like that might make it easier. And even though we do hate watch here at Stay at Home Venge, I just, I like to give you fair warning. So the first one is Selling Sunset, which is the OG, the original show on Netflix. There's four seasons out, I believe, and they are up for another five or six seasons as well. The average score is 76% enjoy this this show. And I can see that. I got hooked. I love watching it. Um... Basically, the Oppenheim Group in L.A. is one of of generations, I believe, of real estate groups. And they decided to take some of their real estate agents to do this show. And it's a lot of women. Like, in the top, on the top of my head, I don't remember seeing a male real estate agent. So if you want to know about drama, the women bring the drama. I find that the standout in the show are would be uh christine quinn for her fashion her sass her tell it like it is um she's kind of everything to me there's also mary and chrishell and davina chrishell the biggest claim to fame is that she was married to one of the actors in this is us and that kind of unfolds in front of our eyes in the series So that's where kind of the storyline leads. But there is definitely a lot of catfighting. There is a lot of, you know, backstabbing. That is selling Sunset with beautiful homes. Now, the next one is selling Tampa. And I feel like selling Tampa was pitched with, well, selling Sunset really doesn't have any people of color. Uh, they get some like later on in the seasons, but it's predominantly a all white cast. So selling Tampa has all black or Latinx Latina cast of agents. Sherelle Rosado, I believe that's how you say her name. I can't read my handwriting right now, sadly, uh, runs the agency. But I find that all of the women are stars in the show because it's more communicative. Yes, there is a little backstabbing. There's a little infighting, but they're trying to earn money. Like you can tell that their goal is to earn money, better their lives, better their families' lives, and just all to try and get along. Um, But I do feel like at the end, it's more like let's not fight. 
we're in this together. It's about the money. It's not about the cattiness, which I will say I enjoy. The rating for that show is actually, though, it's 58%. Um, and probably because it's funny, and I posted an article on my Instagram, at Stay at Home Binge, I don't think they ever sell a home. Like, they talk about homes, you see inside of homes, but I don't think you ever see them selling a home. And I think that might be missing from the show is that drive of like, they're winning and they're winning big money. But that's just my personal take. The third show, which came out recently, is Selling the OC. And I just got into it and I don't really know if I feel out all the agents just yet. But it's the Oppenheim group. We go back to that group. They open uh, an office at Laguna Beach and the OC area. And there's three Alexandrias. Uh, Yeah. And it's just like, I can kind of tell them apart, but not really. Um, I didn't start really telling them apart towards the end of the show when they started calling one of them Jarvis, which was helpful. But um, the stars, I think, probably on that show are going to be Alex Hall, Jarvis, uh, Kayla for all of the crying she does and kind of the the hot mess she puts herself in. I don't want to give it away, but it just came from left field and then it was shocking and I felt like the show was trying to spice it up a little bit. And then Rio, which is this show has the first, I feel like, male agents. And his mom is an agent and they bring her in and I love her. I love her go get attitude. But what makes the show really impressive to me, even though it's 53%, the first episode's home is amazing. Just watch it for that, that house, the walkthrough. I, I wanted to live in that house. (laughs) I said I would live there and never come out in this timeline that we're in with all of the poxes and diseases. I could live there. It was just gorgeous. I, I don't want to give it away because I want you just to watch the first episode. It's so good. But like I said, this only got 53% uh, positive reviews so far. And it could be due to just fatigue of the series. But now that we kind of went over all of the shows and hopefully I was clear enough for you. Uh, let's talk about uh, why you should and why you should not watch it. So on to why I think you might want to watch any of these series. And the first number one is who doesn't like a good cat fight? Selling Sunset is about the drama of people getting along. Even Sunset Tampa and the OC. And who just doesn't like that? That confrontation a little bit that, you know, how are they going to work together? Are they going to be able to work together? Who's going to manage them? How they're going to figure it out? That show has plenty of it. And I would say like the best one, the best out of all three of them is Selling Sunset. And Christine Quinn is a star of causing the drama with her, as we say, I tell it like it is personality. I don't sugarcoat it. How that just 
rubs people the wrong way, whether she's starting the drama, whether she's in the middle of it, or she's just correcting someone's behavior. And she does it with such flair. Her fashion sense is amazing. She drives a yellow like SUV Porsche, like she is out there. She is letting you know. She is a tall blonde Barbie. She loves to have the six inch heels and she loves to sell homes and she loves to make money. And I can't fault her for that. So that's what I do like about it. I would say like Tampa and the OC have their own spin of drama, but I don't, it's not, it's not as good as Selling Sunset. I will say that. But if you're you're into that, you just want to watch a good popcorn, drink some wine or whatever beverage, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and just escape into their lives are way more complicated than mine, then I suggest you would love the ser- series, especially Selling Sunset. Um, two, and for me, I enjoy this. You like to go window shopping. I love window shopping. I might not have the money to buy it or even want to buy it, but I just love to look at very expensive things. And I don't think it's wrong. I know right now we're in this world of capitalism is bad and capitalism is not always the greatest, but sometimes I like nice things. Uh, Me and my friend used to say things like, "I, I like a nice watch. No harm, no file. And this show lets you do that. Like I said, the homes, you you get to judge what you like, what you don't like. Um, I like the idea of going and saying, oh, I don't like that at all. That house is ugly. Or maybe, you know, if they knock down a wall. I love doing that stuff. You know, sometimes I try to price guess what the house might go for, which I kind of have a knack for. You can ask my roommate. So window shopping. Definitely a plus. Now, number three, there's a level of escapism that this show provides. Um, Whether it's just, it's not your life. You're looking into their lives. You're looking into what they're doing. Now, is it scripted? Absolutely. All reality television shows are scripted. Um, Some stuff they could be making up. Some stuff could be real. I don't know. But the whole point is I can escape into it. I can take a few couple episodes out of my day, not think about what's going on in the outside world and just enjoy like, you know, fast cars, nice homes, good fashion, even, you know, just places that they go eat and just being out in public, you know, they make a very good point, especially in selling sunset, like, no one really has a mask on. Like you see the waitstaff once have a mask on because I think they're trying to keep up with the fact that like the world is not falling apart around you. And I appreciate that a little bit. Sometimes you need a break uh, as well as it gets yourself to just dream of like, what if you would be like in that lifestyle? You know, like I do, I dream a little bit. I think about it. Like, The type of car I would just drive around in LA if I had the money. Uh, I used to, I don't even know if they make this car anymore, but it was like the Dodge Viper. Oh my God. I wanted a cherry red Dodge Viper tricked out. If I could afford it, I would. 
and I would be all around in Beverly Hills just driving around like a crazy woman. So that's what I like about the show. It's a little bit of escapism. Now, you're probably wondering why not to watch it. If you're not into Mean Girl stuff, skip it. It is a lot of Mean Girl stuff in terms of the drama. And I'm not even sure like why a little bit. I feel like if people just kind of had open and honest communication, a lot of these storylines wouldn't go that far. I feel like in selling the OC, they're trying to make them up. I'll be frankly honest. I don't find any of them believable whatsoever. Or the fact that so-and-so couldn't just have a conversation and say, hey, the other night I just thought, this, you know, you made me feel this way. I, I feel like they're trying to stir up drama because that's what made Selling Sunset so good was we need to up the ante of the drama. Uh, two, and this is fair, you don't care about wealth. And that is fine. And that is fair. You're seeing a lot of wealth in display and that might make you nauseating. It might make you upset. It might make you just feel kind of a negative way about people spending their money. Uh, that is fair. I would definitely skip this show. It is very much in the vein of keeping up with the Kardashians. It's, you know, that just wealth in LA, Beverly Hills, the rich areas, a part, part in our country. And if that's not your cup of tea, I would definitely say skip the series. Um, and number three, lastly, because it's in the vein of your most typical uh, reality shows, if you're just not into reality television, I would also skip it too. Uh, I say this because they don't really bring anything new to the table. Like, I mean, it's kind of a mashup of what if we did take Kim Kardashian and then HGTV and mix it together? That's the concept. I believe that was probably what the pitch was. It's not a bad pitch. It does very well. But if you are just like, I hate these reality shows. Why are they famous? Why is this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then I suggest that you skip this series entirely. So now we're on to that this is a versus. And because it's a versus, I have to pick which is the better of the binge for me. So here we go. Here's kind of my synopsis of, of the shows. I find that my least favorite, I'll start there, is selling the OC. Uh, I do feel like the storylines that they're trying to push are contrived. I do feel like they're trying to figure out who's going to be the mean girl, who's going to be the nice girl pretending not to be the mean girl, but she is the mean girl. We all know how that goes. Um, even though they do ask, add the men into the real estate agency, which I think is great, but they really don't do anything. They just kind of just, I don't know, they just kind of sit there. They, they really, they're used as a plot device and not actually feeling like they have their own storyline or storyline that I care about. Um, even though I do love the storyline with Rio and his mom a little bit, but I honestly would say skip the 
selling the OC completely. Will I watch season two? Probably because I do want to give it a chance. But if you feel like your binge list is so long and you don't have time, I would definitely skip it. I don't think it's worth it. Um, the next one that I liked on my list the best, the middle child, if you will, will be uh, selling Tampa. And I liked it because even though there is, you know, human interaction of conflict, if you will, I feel like that one had a little bit more heart. It had a little bit more the struggles of selling a home. It had a little bit more personal life of struggling of the home or trying to have a foot up and being in your professional stake. I didn't feel like it was the cattiness of, you know, so-and-so talk bad about me and I'm telling you, even though, you know, they think we're friends, but I'm better friends than you. That, I don't feel like that was there. I think the more struggle was trying to sell a home and trying to have a stable life for these women. So I do like it in that terms. And I'd say, give it a shot, give it, you know, a try. If you, I get it. If your binge list is too much, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock it off your binge list. I wouldn't say that's the one I would jump to first if you want to try this series, but I would say, you know, put it in the maybe pile one day you want to, you know, it is short. It's only eight episodes. It's only one season. I think it's getting a season two, but I haven't really heard that much information. So that's why I say, I don't want you to take it off the list. The OG, the original, Selling Sunset, I think is the best one out of the series. Uh, I don't think they necessarily need to spend a third third series. Uh, Selling Tampa, I see the validity in terms of it does show people of color. It does show minorities selling homes and doing really big things with lots of money. And I think especially black people need to see that personally, in my opinion, um, I think we need a more diversity of what we can do as professionals. And that shows this in a weird scripted reality series, in my opinion. I do think that Selling Sunset, though, the OG is the best out of all of them. Uh, It's the best dynamics. It's the best scripted of conflicts. Um, And they get zanier and crazier as it goes on, uh, they're adding to their cast and their adding of the cast has been phenomenal with each person that they have added. So that's why, and we do lose some members and that makes me so sad because I have grown to love them so much, but I also see their casting and I don't want to give away in the last season. I love her. I follow her on Instagram. Um, I might post a picture of a clue who that person is. She's British. She's black. She's stylish. I love her. Um, but I don't want to give it away. Like I want you to watch the series to get to her, her wonderfulness. But, um, I do think selling sunset is the best out of all three. And I think that's the show that you should watch. So that is my opinion. Thank you for listening to this episode 
of Stay at Home and Binge. I'm your host, of course, AJ, and I just reviewed the Selling Home series, as I like to call it on Netflix, which was Selling Sunset, Selling Tampa, Selling the OC. I have to pause to make sure I say everyone's title correctly. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you want to know what else I might be watching that I might not review on this podcast, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at stay at home and stay at home binge. There's no and in there. So it's just at stay at home binge. Uh, thank you for listening, enjoying the background noise. Like this is a hobby for me and not a hustle as I learned all about content creating. Uh, so sometimes it's just not par- perfect. Other than that, please binge responsibly. Please keep tuning in. And also, before I go, you can review me on Podchaser, which I'm starting to figure out how that all works. But you can review the show and let me know, I guess, what you think or let what other people know think, if that makes sense. Either way, until next time, take care.